Here we are, and welcome to a Rosh Hashanah New Year Emmy Review edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Becky, how are you doing today? Well, I know that we agreed to never talk about anything timely or relevant on this or important on this show, but um, I do have, it, it does cross over into pop culture. I'm doing, I am doing well. I'd say it was a very meaningful Rosh Hashanah um, because we, on the first night of Rosh Hashanah, um, after we found out about Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing, we watched the documentary about her and we had like a really nice. That was our really plan nice too. Time. We yeah. didn't do it, but that was our plan. So, okay. So I'll <laughs> tell you. We're, we're going to show it to the that, kids. The, the new baby trumpet. Great to show to the kids. I was going to say that. Um, so I've actually seen it before, and I and I do think it's a film worth watching at least a couple of times because they cover so much about her life, which you also realize is only a drop in the bucket of her her life. That even though I'd seen it before, I couldn't keep track of all of these important cases that she either brought to the Supreme Court or that she uh, litigated in her career or that she. Um, I guess, presided over as, as a justice. Um, so it, it was so great to watch it again and have a reminder of all of these incredible uh, fights that she has been a part of in her life. And, and it just, it kind of made for kicking off a very thoughtful holiday, um, especially right now, you know, with all that's going on in this country, but, you know, around the world. Um, so, yeah, so it was, it was a bit, you know, it was sad, obviously, but uh, watching that film was a really great reminder of, I don't know, of everything she did and everything we can do. So I, I'm feeling pretty good today. I, I kind of, uh, I, I think that's such a great reflection and it's important to be grateful for all she's done. I know people are really uh, upset for good reason and worried for good reason, but to take a breath and also just appreciate everything we got from her. I also really appreciate the pop cultureification of a like badass Jewish Bubby. Bubby. <laughs> like I learned, there's actually a part in the, in the documentary, her granddaughter is plays a, a bit of a role in the, in the, in the doc and talks about how, like, yeah, you know, she's the Supreme Court justice, and she's this figure to all these people, but she's also just our Bubby. You know, to me, she's Bubby. And it's so, so grounding and sweet. Um, and, yeah, and as a, a Jewish woman, that makes me extremely, extremely proud. Yeah. You know? A, I think it's, it's a, a wonderful, you know, light, you know, uh, to uh, shine uh, on, on uh, our actually, Jewish I, I, women. I usually talk about donations and supporting groups at the end of the show, but I'll just say that uh, our family made a donation to the National Council of Jewish Women, who is doing a campaign to honor Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the values that that organization, led by an amazing CEO, Sheila Katz, who's like one of those people who embodies like the next generation of Jewish leaders, uh, they they are doing a campaign to honor Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and that was where... And, and I will are. say that one of the centers of the conversation that, that we had about her was her temperament and how she fought for the things that she believed in. And that, you know, she really did believe that you fight for the things you believe in, but you do it in a way that leads others to join you, right? That's one of her, I don't know if I'm quoting it verbatim, but that is one of more or less one of the things that she said. And you watch her temperament in the film and you hear people, you know, give testimony about what, what she is like. And 
a reminder to someone, especially like myself, who has been known on occasion to get a little fiery. Oh, yeah. I was can... I was going to make this joke before you cut to the... I was already like going to figure out, like, how do I make a joke about Becky's temperament? But, but I guess you're, and you're how already effective you can be. And you really see it in, you know, today of how inflamed everything is in the media. And that we can actually probably be far more effective if we are patient and we take time to listen and plan out our arguments and do it in a way that is, like she said, she says she talks about bringing people over to join you and to see your side and to, and to be educated and to take all of these opportunities, every single case you build step by step towards, towards your, your goal and your mission. Um, and you do it in a way that educates people. And it was just such an important reminder. Um, and yeah, so I'm feeling sad, but inspired and, um, and hopefully I will internalize these lessons. (laughs) <laughs> and and grow more in 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 the direction of of RBG and um yeah be that well, sort of I think that's a perfect segue yeah. into our Emmy discussion which our Emmy discussion will will talk about a lot of different exciting things but I think whereas we see the amazing honoring of this uh, incredible, impactful Jewish bubby. I think we were all pleased to see the marvelous Mrs. Maisel finally not win. Like, I did gotta win tell you, no you guys have season? won me over to your side of the aisle with that show. I'm in yeah, full agreement. I, I, I am do in, not like that show. I'm I like done. as and as it's gone on, the I've liked it less. It's it's too much. But we were thrilled to see that. Shit's Creek. I mean, this was the good news the world needed, right? I mean, you could see I mean, Twitter explode. Although. I, Although, okay, I'm glad Schitt's Creek won. As I said in our previous episodes, there are a few folks that I hope if they're not going to win this year, they're going to win in the future because I really would like to see Don Cheadle win for Black Monday at some point. But it was amazing to see them all sweep together because they're such a family. Yeah, that was, true. I mean, like, and I didn't watch the about, And when you talk about portrayal been... of Jews from Maisel versus Schitt's Creek, I gotta tell you, there's one I'm much more comfortable with, and one I'm much more proud of. <laughs> well, and and also the fact that um, I think Shit's Creek could have been spread out over the seasons of the show. It's not like they were particularly brilliant in the last season. They've been brilliant, I think, since day one. If they weren't going to get recognized until the end, then let them sweep. But there were other people that could have been acknowledged this year. Yeah, so you're wondering what that so, sound is. Yeah, no, I it's, is it it's your the, baby it's, eating? It's the glorious sound of a baby with a pacifier. Wow, so we're the first podcast ever to have live pacifier noises. But, I think, yeah. I think because it's so obvious how much we're happy for Shits Creek, I almost need to move by it. And look, who would you like to see win next year that's on this list? If you could, if you'd hold someone over on the, on the assumption that we all are so happy that Shits Creek won, Catherine O'Hara. Daniel Levy winning it's, in two yeah, categories. Three. It's Levy. 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 And it's in... If you, it's from Canada, Levy. it's Levy. They, okay? They called... <laughs> they, they, they announced his name. They said Daniel Levy. <laughs> um, um, but you I know, think it's Levy. You know who I think? Um, I can't think of her. I have to look up her name. But the supporting actress from uh, Insecure, the one that plays Molly. I would love to see her win. Um. She was I would nominated? Love to see her. I, she was nominated this year. 
And I think she, uh, she was, I think in this last season, oh, she was uh, particularly Yvonne great. Or she? Yeah, but it's Yvonne funny. She's nominated she, in, a, yeah. in a, she's, she's nominated in a comedy category, but I think she really, perf- like I, for me, it's, it's, it's a dramatic role, even though there's comedy in it. She, um, she, Maybe they could switch place with Stranger it, Things, which right, is nominated as a drama. Drama, but it should be a comedy. <laughs> but then again, I think Issa Rae is a, is perfect for, a, you know, in, as a comedic role. So it's a bit, you know, because of the type of show it is. Although I would, I would say Insecure is a drama. I, I don't feel, I feel like it's a drama that has some comedic elements to it, but it's not, right. you know, well, a, a I feel the same way about Glow. And I will say Betty Gilpin and Glow this year, she, she drove that series. I thought that Glow season yeah. was like the best, was great. best season. And part of it had to do with how great her character was raising all of that up. I think, like I said, Issa Rae, I would have liked, I, I, if she's well, not going to win she... now, hopefully she'll win later. Um, Great. To yeah. me, Tra- Tracy Ellis Ross, I'd love to see her win. Oh, um, she, has not, she hasn't won for Blackish yet? Okay, that, I, that would I don't, I, you know what, I don't know if she, I don't think so. No, no I, don't think I don't know, either. actually. I don't, I don't think, think so, so. Don't But she'd so. be up against Issa Rae, so maybe that cancels out your win. Um, no, but uh, Tracy Ellis Ross is awesome, also. Yeah, and I also, I would love to see Applegate win for the ne- this next season the last of dead you know, to me and i think she's fantastic in it's that. too it's, to it's too bad because did, didn't darcy cardin win something before for no but this for, is it for uh no, for so. good place because she's also really she really golden great globe for i feel like she won a golden globe or, or was she, she or was she nominated for an emmy and that was what was exciting i don't she know was nominated. what was exciting she was nominated for an emmy but but annie murphy won Right. So it's, and again, it's one of the things where it's right. too bad there isn't another season or that she wasn't recognized sooner because I think she's particularly she was brilliant as really, really great yeah. in, in the good place. Um, and could have, you know, definitely would deserve a win. But Annie Murphy, I, again, I think like that's one of those characters where it's really easy to overlook it and not appreciate her character and, the chops it takes to play Alexis and that while Alexis is this, you know, vain, superficial person, she also does have a lot of heart and depth and just her like, ooh, David, like these catchphrases that she has created through her little expressions or her, or, her ah. growth is also really important to that show working. Mm-hmm. Her growth from her original character yeah. Till till now, I will say the one that I'm I mean I'm not I'm I guess RuPaul's Drag Race is a great show. I'm not super familiar with it, but I really really wanted Nicole Byer to win for Nailed It for Outstanding. <laughs> Ugh, I know that show is so, and she Becky, you really... get the I told you show for that because I'd never heard of that show before. You showed but is it, it the us. show that was nominated or the host? The host no, is nominated. Well, well she no, was nominated. I guess the as show host. was no. nominated too. Maybe no, no, no. She's nominated as the host. It's like being nominated as best actor or whatever. Yeah, she was nominated oh, okay. as a host, and Nailed It was nominated as a show. RuPaul's Separate Drag Race won both, which fine. Ah, RuPaul okay. is a legend, but I really wanted to see Nicole Byer win because of that show has been such a she's part and she's a great host <laughs> of <laughs> our show. of our experience during quarantine. We watch that show all the time. My kids, we've made homemade versions of the show. My she is my kids like if they could if they could like among the list of people they want to aspire to be like, it's like Nicole Byer is up there on the list. And so 
I, I think it means, a, you know, it means yeah. a lot to them to, to, it would have meant a lot to them to see them win. And then on the drama side, I think I was, well, I was going to ask, Shai, I was like, does this, these list of winners or nominees make you feel like you have to watch succession or something, even though you hate like rich white people who just hmm. complain about, no, 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 that's, <laughs> I, I don't mind shows like billions. I don't like suburban misery shows like big. Well, Little I don't know if these are suburban. These are like, a, no, these are no, like it's, it's, more of, it's more of a show like billions though. It's game of thrones, yeah. but with right. money that, yeah, I'm right. interested in that show. I just haven't gotten around okay. to it. I have to say, I've I seen a couple too. episodes. I had a really hard time with it, but I think if I was right. in the right place, I would really, really love it. But I, mean, I just was not a in a place. <laughs> I just was not in a place of having patience to it's watch really, really rich people. It and he's amazing in it. He's amazing in it. But to watch really, really rich people be like miserable to each other. But I did appreciate after the second episode. I really did appreciate actually how great the acting is and uh, how well made it is. And I probably will go back and watch it. But at the time, I just was like, no, I don't have. You're not important to me. And, and I would say if there were, as much as I was excited about, as much as I was excited about the, the Shit's Creek sweep, Regina King winning for Watchmen is the one that sure, I, yeah. I was the won, most Watchmen won a bunch. She has, she has won four Emmys, I think, in the last few years. And an Oscar. She is oh, true, true. just, yeah. Yeah. wow. She's amazing. The force. She is amazing. Just, I have to Beck, say, you haven't seen big... Watchmen yet, right? You're you're sort of I've, working. I'm seen. I only Vlad and I have time to watch like one episode every two weeks of a show, and oh, then boy, that's going to be we, a hard show to watch. In you know, time between episodes, a lot of time we have to get really on. confused. We have to go back. We have to stop and read stuff on the internet. We have to call people. Like it's been hard, but I've what what I've seen so far, I really really love, and we love her. Um, plus, you had us watching The Boys the other day, so Vlad gave up four episode times to watch The Boys with me. So, well, that that yeah. that's fair. But but talking about Watchmen, I feel like Lou Gossett Jr. should have won over the guy that played um, Doctor Manhattan or whatever. The uh, yeah 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 Abdul Mateen the uh, second who played Cut uh, Cow Abar. I just feel like Lou Gossett was so much better. I don't know. Maybe because I just didn't like the character that much. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that. I mean, that again, my my attitude towards Doctor Manhattan is very much wrapped up in the fact that if you think about the whole Watchmen story, Doctor Manhattan coming back and finding his soul and finding love is such an awesome resolution to that story. That sure, I just don't think the acting was sold. like that was Emmy worthy. I didn't watch that performance and go. Look, you can give Lou Gossett an, an Emmy Award for like a dialysis commercial if you want to. I mean, he's one of the great actors of our time. So. Right, exactly. So I, I, I like the idea like... of seeing a, a different a different actor win. How do you feel, Lily? Hey. It looks like someone from Ozark won. Is that good? Um, hold on. Oh, I'm I'm not on mute. Just kidding. Yay! Um, yes, Julia Gardner. She's fantastic. She. Like, you have Bateman and Linny in the show who are great. And Laura Linney really, like, outdoes herself. I think this season she's, like, steps it up a notch. But to be able to go toe-to-toe and, like, raise the bar of, like, intensity and um, vulnerability. And she's so young. Like, she's phenomenal. She's going to be – I'm not saying she's going to be Miller Street, but, like, she has – and you saw her in Dirty John, Shy, like – 
she has a range and a talent. Who is she in Dirty John? Exciting. Please, Tara. The, the, the younger sister. Daughter, the, yeah, the yeah. younger, younger daughter. Oh, yeah, she was really good in that. Um, and so she's fantastic in Ozarks. And you know what I just... She's a, that's a really tough category. She's got um, Sandra Oh in that category and um, Jodie Comer and like a bunch of other people. Guys, Laura I'm looking Dern, at this right? list. Meryl, and oh, I... wait, Meryl Streep. She was up against Meryl Streep. That's bananas. Samira Wiley, who's incredible. I don't know about him, Carter. Actually, wow. that's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm not saying that like Meryl doesn't deserve it. She always deserves it. Um, but uh, Julia Garner was amazing in this season. I, I do um, feel like we, like there's too many categories or shows when like the morning show is winning awards. I just feel like there's a lot, this is saying there's a lot of Emmys. They really love to sub subcategorize. And in, and on that note, outstanding guest actress in a comedy series, Maya Rudolph, who deserves all the awards always was nominated twice in one category. She was yeah, against that herself. Works. That works. Really. For me. Which one did she win for? She won for Saturday Night Live, but she was also nominated for, for the, good, the good, place. good Place. But I feel like oh. she totally deserves it, and she deserves all of the nominations and all of the awards. So I feel like in that case, the subcategory uh, really Also, out. by the way, she won for voiceover for Big Mouth also. So she oh, won. She's so funny. She's so great. But I, I would say I would – I don't know what – I didn't follow SNL this year, but – I would have given her for the good place. The judge I, I mean, is so great. The so Timothy Olyphant bit like, as the judge. The Timothy yes. Olyphant like, judge. Guys, they, they gave her that SNL one because they're like, we please come back to SNL for, for <laughs> her nomination for her when she wins. But then Kamala Harris wins vice presidency. Yeah. Uh, we need to, we just, come on. Like Maya, oh, okay. you but need the to do the bit bit. <laughs> on the good place with her thing with oh, the burrito or burritos. I just remember like laughing no, so hard. Timothy Tim Elephant like, was outstanding. That whole neither of you guys have watched all of Justified, right? No, but I like a, an Elephant situation. I'd see it. Well, I feel like let's wrap up our Emmy conversation. Are there any final thoughts or things that you all? Um, that you all have to reflect on in terms of the Emmys for this year or for next year or just in general. I feel like this is one of the years where the when where the Emmys really weren't a disaster. It's amazing what they can do when they don't give all the awards to um, Modern Family. Family, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. I have one one note, which is that I'm also happy that Chicks Shit's Creek is over and they can't get nominated again next year because I wouldn't want it to become a modern family situation where then all of a sudden they just start winning by default and people aren't appreciating yeah. the the real artistry that's in there. So I feel like not only is it awesome that they swept, but I'm happy that they are going out on a high note. Done. They can all move I, on to I, something new. I also feel like they, the the show was in general more tolerable. I feel like next year it should be on Zoom too, even if there's no pandemic. Oh yeah, there's I feel a lot like of things it worked that are really like... well, and it was so fun seeing like all the people at home and like people hanging out together. I mean, the, the think about the carbon footprint. That. Think about the carbon footprint right. we we saved by not having these Emmys, award shows, yeah. right? Like um, just the red carpet. I'm sure like took a year off the Earth's life. Right. And I just felt like the stars were like, like all the celebrities or whatever were like relaxed at home. And I don't know. And I thought it was funnier and just like more enjoyable and more real. Um, that being said, the monologue was like, I feel like written last night before or the the, the night before, like very basic. 
um, I I have not. Shit. I admit I did not watch the broadcast. So because I just if because if if it didn't go well and all the people I thought was going to win were going to win, it was it, it wasn't going to work. Okay. Oh it's yeah. Wait. Part. Sorry. One last quick thought. I have not watched Euphoria. I don't really ever want to see it. But that being said, I'm really ha- happy Zendaya won because she is awesome in everything else I've seen her in. So I imagine she must have been really great in that. So there we go. But I'm not going to watch the show. It's like a bandwagon. I'll be on the bandwagon. I just don't, I feel like it'd be upsetting. It's like, yeah, really intense, but apparently it's amazing. I just, I don't, not right now, maybe a different moment, but at this moment (laughs) I can't. Um, Zendaya is is pretty. I think awesome. it, is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I'm pretty sure it's I, Zendaya. I don't know how to pronounce is it. Zendaya, I, but I I can only. I do... want to say Daya, which is why I'm saying Daya because I I'm, just I'm I just also I would know. Pronounce it have you guys seen that meme thing? Zendaya is Michi. It's the I'll send it to you. It's it's just some weird. I don't even know what it is. If someone can if hears this and can explain what it is to me, but it's just Shai, one of those absurd. Shai, our new podcast. <laughs> Save it for the new podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Becky's Becky explains the internet. the The other thing that's important now it is the Rosh Hashanah season, and I don't know if a lot of people know that Rosh Hashanah, while it is the Jewish New Year, it actually kicks off the ten days. I feel like these are final sweepstakes because you really should be atoning all year round, but these are the ten final days before the quote unquote Book of Life is closed, where you really have to make up for your sins and apologize to people and apologize you know, face to face or zoom to zoom if you can. And I thought it would be great for us to use this time to make some pop culture apologies. For example, if I were Ryan Johnson, I would be pop culture apologizing to me for the last year. But in my case, my pop culture apology for Russia Shutter goes to none other than Josh Crew. Because I relently make fun of his taste and many other things about him and pass that on to my children. But he was right on The Last Kingdom. Lily was right on The Last Kingdom too, but Josh was really all over The Last Kingdom, even though he does deserve to be made fun of for his bizarre like of things that are Vikings. And the other thing is, his, you know, I often make fun of his willingness to watch any dopey sci-fi show with a number and or a random place in it, Babylon 5, The 100, the Stargate SG-1, Galaxy, Galactica. But The Expanse, which he recommended, is really growing on me. I'm well into the second season now, and I'm like, oh, the show might actually be pretty good. So, Josh, I apologize to you in this Rosh Hashanah season for the relentless mockery that I put upon you. How about you? Beck and Lil, any apologies? Well, I'm going to, my kid's quiet, so I'm going next. Um, I'm going to apologize for doing something much more insidious than straight up making fun of Josh. Mom suggested a show, and I did something worse where I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. When you know you're not going to watch it. And I feel like that's like straight up deception, show deception, where you pretend you're going to watch something and the person gets excited. And then you know, you're like, I'm never watching that direct. However, I had deeply and sincerely apologized to mom because um, not only did I end up watching the show, but I love it. And she gets a major I told you show. Um, and I highly recommend this. So like, I feel I, guilty I if Becky. mom recommends me a show like even The Magicians, which I do not want to see. That's just on the mom and Josh Island. I do feel guilty that I haven't watched it just because mom's asked me to watch it. So 
so yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, man. And then um, she did one of those things where like I didn't have any hands free. And I have a new baby, so she put it on, and I didn't have a choice. <laughs> and I, it's a great movie. I, yeah, I ended up loving it, and it's on Amazon. I want to say it's on Amazon Prime, I think. It's the Durls. It's called the Durls and Carfu. Oh, yeah, and yeah. The Dursleys, the, the Dursleys yeah. of now, Pompeii, I call it. It's a terrible name for a show. It's based on a book. If you want to call your book that, go right ahead. But it's not a great name for a show, so it wasn't really my fault. But if you're missing that sort of like delicious Downton, Ugh, like I'm definitely flavor. Not. No, it's not at all like Downton. It's much funnier. It's much more joyful. It's um, it's 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 much more you know. It, it, it's much. I think it's better than Downton in a lot of ways. If if you're but you're if you're missing that masterpiece theater element because. Oh, sorry, it's on master. It's from Masterpiece Theater, and that music at the beginning. I highly recommend it. It's about a, uh, a single mom with four kids who are hilarious characters in England in the '30s, and they just pick up and move to Greece. Maybe I can identify or something with that. Oh, okay, <laughs> I see what you. They mean. like they like pick up and move to Carfu, which doesn't have any electricity, and there's all these hilarious characters. If you were um, Allie, who mom always recommends this oh, to, mom, and just doesn't watch show. it, Allie, Allie, Allie's making a mistake. She should not, next year. She'll have to repent for not watching it. All right, that's because fine. I feel very sheepish for giving mom a hard time. And I want, just so you know, I'm demanding apology from Josh because he finally watched Avatar: Airbender and made it, it made it was. It was great. I'm really like messing up this atonement thing. I'm like, I'm so, people as an apology, yeah, I'm demanding yeah. apologies from them. You're like, so, you're like, that's how young people work. I have an apology in the same vein as you guys, but when you initially posed the question, I thought of it um, very. I might how I interpreted it was quite different. So first, I'll do the one that's in alignment with you. And then I'll give the one how I originally thought you meant the question. So if we're doing a, like an apology, not quite an, I told you show, but an apology, mine's actually to dad because while dad has great recommendations and we all know that he also watches like a lot of shows that I'm just like, I guess this is the audience that it's for. Like what? Um, you mean and shows it, about, a about a, about a scoundrel legal professional in a Britain or a former colony. Yes. So exactly that. But after like years of him talking about rake, I finally started watching it. I'm like, Oh wait, the show actually is really good. I feel bad for just being so like, okay, dad, go watch your like weird Australian legal dramas. But, um, but it's great. So my apology goes to dad for, for doubting him, even though he consistently See, I don't has doubt great dad. recommendations. I watch Foils where I love it. Yeah, he consistently has great recommendations. I feel bad that I doubted him for so so many years, but I finally watched it. It's, an, it's a great show. But the way I originally thought of the question was when we say to apologize and to atone is for being so mean or negative in our reviews of something. And so while I don't take back my po my poor review of this film i do want to apologize for being perhaps excessively harsh to filmmaker to the filmmaker and actors is this for palm of, springs of, oh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Not oh, but that's I, a great I one she's sure talking about palm springs too sure palm springs like, and also Sandberg, who's definitely and also waiting for your apology and also triple frontier 
So uh, oh no, so that that movie deserves all. No, all but I'm saying like we're supposed to atone for being. Oh, so you're just mean. like apologizing. I'm just like apologizing so, that I was really triple, mean. You think Triple Frontier should atone for making us lose those three hours? I mean, that's a Netflix the atonement. Two, the two Netflix, and a half hours. Netflix needs to atone for all of its drama yeah. action movies. Fine, yeah, let's do that. And I am sorry if I said some things were, that were, you know, unnecessarily mean or judgmental in my review of Palm Springs. Yeah, that one. I, I do think it's a great. I do think it's a great movie, but I don't agree with all of the choices it made. I'll leave it there, and I'm sorry if I was mean in my review. All right, and Lily, do you have any other recommendations? Anything else you're watching? Any shoutouts? Um, I'm, I'm, I'll say it, I said it once, I'll say it again. Life in Pieces is getting me through the hard night. We watched it last night. It's such a oh, good. That's sure We're almost is. done, though, so I'm going to be so good. Come back to me, come back to me. Maybe. Becky, what about you? Any recs or shout-outs? Uh, the, the RBG, um, documentary. That's my, that's my recommendation. Yeah, big time. Um, and shout-out to... Sager Family Farm. It's um, a friend of ours is a beekeeper and she raises chickens and sheep and all this stuff right here in the East Bay. And a shout out to her because on Rosh Hashanah, we had her totally outrageously incredible, amazing honey. It is the best honey I've ever had in my entire life. She raises the bees and collects the honey and does all that work herself. So if you live in the Bay Area, look up Sager Family Farm to get, I am not getting the best honey of your life. So that's my, that's my shout out today. So thank you. Um, uh, thank you for that delicious, delicious. Thank you, Kendall, for the, the delicious honey that we enjoyed over Rosh Hashanah. Well, I feel like I've front loaded my Rex and shout outs. So I'll just come back. Me to too. Lily. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. Um, yes. Quickly. Greyhound, which is on Apple plus um, or Apple TV. And that's, if you're into like world war two movies, and stuff uh tom hanks wrote it and he did like the he it's like i think it's 90 minutes and it's literally just the action the movie begins there's like a two-second scene with him and elizabeth shoe where he's like i love you i have to go on the ship bye-bye and then it's (laughs) just the action on the ship he i just feel like he literally was like guys let's make a movie where just the action parts happen and then at the end of the movie he like takes a nap like he goes to bed and he's like done (laughs) And so um, based on like true stories about these uh, destroyer ships in World War II who have to cross the section of the Atlantic where they don't have any air coverage to protect them from the U-boats, the submarines. And so um, very, it, it, uh, I was not, I'm not into movies like that and I was pretty captivated. So I recommend that. Uh, and it's a short movie. Um, and then I said the girls and the only... Like, Dad has stayed up for a movie that and The Gentleman in the six months that he's been at my house. He has not been able to stay up through a single movie. The only other thing that Dad has sat on the couch till the wee hours while I'm, like, pumping and also staying up with the baby and stuff is Bosch. We have... Yeah, because Bosch is I love Bosch. And Dad's already oh seen Bosch. Bosch is a I, great show. Mom and Dad have both already seen it, and they both stay up enthralled in the mystery. Yeah, because the mystery, it's a great show. Happen, but they've seen it. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to remember the mystery. All you remember is like, Bosch gets his man. But the rest of it's very yeah. big. 
And then uh, Jose is like super into it too. So I was like, wow, Shai, you have concocted the like perfect uh, show recommendation for this crew. Shai, Shai, give us one of your taglines. Give us one of your made up Bosch taglines. Hard boiled. On the streets of Los Angeles, one cop drinks his coffee without any cream or sugar. Bosch. Bosh. I like to just like well, call me or text like, me. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. fake tagline. Bosh tagline. Tag <laughs> no, I don't watch the like, show. We were talking about something completely like not related to television. And we were like, yeah, and so and so, like, you know, didn't call back or something. And also, it was like, oh, that's such a Bosch move. Just not to call back. <laughs> that's like real Bosch. I was like, you mean the show? Like the detective? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, you have an, a new anti hero. What's <laughs> that? So thank you, Shai, because we're in, like, we plowed through, like, four episodes a night. Right? Of, so have you finished the first season yet? I think we have, we're about to finish the first season. What's, we have an episode left, and we've also plowed through The Misfits. What's, Another great recommendation. Oh, right? You're, Isn't you're that a cool fire. show? Isn't that a cool show? Yeah. Well, that's just me, Mama Costa. Dad would not stand for that, even though it's technically British. It's pretty. It's he, pretty. He would not watch that. Misfits is pretty cool. We're deep into season two, which had a moment it's, where I was like, uh, and now it's really good again. No, and how great is, is Ramsey Bolton in that? Ramsey Bolton is great. Klaus from Umbrella Academy is great. Allie um, finds that guy from Game of Thrones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catelyn Stark is in it. Yeah, she, Catelyn but, Stark but is Allie in it. finds the guy who plays Klaus from Umbrella Academy, a show I have not seen, but uh, Nathan, the character, she giggles like giddy every time he makes one of his terribly mean jokes. She he's a dies great, laughing. He's a great actor. I want to see him in more stuff. He's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad those, those I'm my... glad those I've been I've been stockpiling those good wrecks for you for a while. That makes What's me the happy. opposite of having to repent, Shy? Because I mean, I don't you're, know. You get to take your bread amazing. back from the tashlich in the in the water. I don't know. <laughs> I like bread that's that's a very deep Jewish cut for people. You just tweet us if you want to, that explained. Um, okay, with that, Lily, where can people follow you? Chi Chi C H I C H I K Gomez on the Twitter. And by the way, uh, Stevie Jackson tweeted that she's so glad you're okay. Oh, I yeah. saw that. Thank you, so, Stevie. That's thank you to really anyone who you. sent us messages yes. messages about Lily being okay. That A, we're Still, glad you're listening to the podcast, yeah. and B, we're, we're really grateful for your good wishes. Yeah, thank you so much. And Becky, doing recovery, but getting less anemic every day. <laughs> um, at Paper BK Princess on Twitter, and you can follow me at Pancake Four Table on Twitter and Instagram on yeah on twitter and instagram and you can follow all the friday night movie shenanigans at fry night movie on instagram and twitter and friday night movie pod.com uh if you are looking for awesome important causes to support in addition to the national council on jewish women which i mentioned earlier and bass kids or base kids b-a-s-k-i-d-s.org which i mentioned on the last show we also every week talk about the NAACP's Legal Defense Fund and the Equal Justice Initiative as hugely important organizations that you should check out. Look about supporting them. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? It will kick in now. Check out our music on Spotify and iTunes. And with that, we will dance our way into the night. Bye.
And now, just let me do one last bit with you guys before you go, because I really need to show you this Zendaya thing that is the reason, like, like my Zendaya is an extremely talented person, and this is the first thing that I always end up thinking about. Zendaya is me. It's Zendaya. Becky was right. James is sure. What is this? Danny What is this? I have no idea what this is. And Zendaya is Michi. Hey, hey, the characters from Abominable, some movie. No, Smallfoot. <laughs> this was just like a viral bit a long time. Look at this, a million views. I don't know what this oh is. Oh my god, this is amazing. There's yes, like, a, there's like yes. one of the things that you just say, well, like the internet does have a good purpose. <laughs> Whoa, Wait, how I mean, many copycats are there? Yeah, no, no, this was like a oh, small fit, not not abominable. It's small uh, fit, it says it on the posters. I, I mean, how many of these movies about like they all, all the, I don't understand this, but why the end, why movie, why studios always come out with the same movies over and over again? <laughs> 